Order up. Oh my goodness, the food looks and smells amazing. I hope you're hungry. This is the Served Podcast. Hello and welcome back to Served, where we are serving you up a ton of great foodie recommendations here in the nation's capital. I am your host, Mick Caruana, and boy, do I have a jam-packed episode here for you today. We're talking sushi as it was International Sushi Day last Sunday, June 18th, and I got you, the lovely listeners, to tell me your favourite spots to get the cheeky little dish. I've got a review of majority of the food trucks that came out for the Give Me Five Five Through Drive Through last Friday as well. Plus, I've got my good friend Zach from All About Burgers on to talk about a new series that's going on over at his Instagram page. A series that I myself got involved in the other day and it was very, very chaotic. Good chaos, bad chaos. It was all the chaos. <laughs> that's all on the way. This episode is served. Friday the 16th of June out at Regatta Point, Canberra's biggest pop-up drive through was in full swing. It was, of course, the five-through drive through helping raise much-needed funds for the children at the Canberra Hospital. If you didn't get to make it out, then I'm sorry to rub it in because you really, really missed out. Eight of the ACT's favourite food trucks all lined up for listeners and dinner-goers to drive up to and order, just like you would at a Macca's or a KFC or a Hungry Jack's or Red Rooster. I could keep going with fast food restaurants, but I'm not going to because we're not talking about those sort of drive throughs We're talking about the five-through drive through And the food trucks that came along... Oh boy. Octo Ball, Haracho, Slinko Potato, BZ Burgers, The Lost Thong, Spit Shack, Barbecue, and Mr. Papa. You could have ordered from one. You could have ordered from all. Plus, you were doing a good deed by donating to Give Me Five. What an awesome event. Now, onto the food I tried. Full disclosure, it was a lot. Uh-huh. To the point where I was almost exploding like Mr. Creuso in that Monty Python sketch. <laughs> oh, sir, it's only a tiny little thin one. No. Oh, I'm full. Oh, sir. It's only a wafer thing. Yeah, I couldn't eat another thing. I'm absolutely stuffed. I didn't get to eat at all the food trucks, sadly, nor did I finish most of the food that I tried. I did share it around, though, not to waste it at all, but also to share the joy of this beautiful food. The food trucks I didn't get to were BZ Burgers, Harachos, or the Spit Shack, but I have eaten at them all before, and I do highly recommend checking them out. Harachos is also a really good option for those with celiac, as all their tacos and nachos are gluten-free. All right, first up, Slinko Potato with everyone's favourite chip on a stick. When I went up to order, I had my heart set on just either sea salt or the obvious choice, chicken salt. But when I approached them, I was told I could get all eight seasonings on it. So being the idiot I am, I did that. Would I recommend getting all eight flavours in one? Mm, uh, I guess it depends how risky you're feeling, okay? I would recommend I'd stick to one flavour next time so you can truly enjoy it, as I felt like I was just trying to decipher the flavour with each bite. But regardless, it was still a deep-fried potato on a stick, so I'm, I don't know what I'm complaining about. <laughs> next up, Mr. Papa. You honestly can never go wrong with Mr. Papa. It was one of the OGs on Mick's bucket list as well, a segment which should be returning very soon, by the way. From Mr. Papa, I got the fan-favourite Gringa Burrito, and just every bite I took, it was hard to keep the food in my mouth because I was smiling and giggling so much and my mouth was just open in awe about the taste that was coming out of this single burrito. <laughs> if Mr. Papa is at an event, you need to check them out, all right? It is. It should be on your bucket list too. Also, the Inca Cola that they sell there as well, it tastes like a Kirk's creaming soda, but way better, way better. Octo Ball delivered the goods with the Takayaki Octopus Balls and just 
me, they were good. It was filled with the most delicious tasting octopus that was just punching with flavour. And they also gave us a rice ball, some karage chicken and their Vietnamese spring rolls too on the house. And they were also just phenomenal. And lastly, the two big boys, the Lost Thong and Brasbecue. The team at Brasbecue only had one menu item. But if you've seen the Instagram post that I put up, then you would not be complaining at all. It was called the Brasbe 3 and it consisted of chicken, sausage and beef along with salad and chips. The sausage was the star of the meats for me. It was just so juicy and tender. My words won't do it any favours though. Just go over to serve double underscore podcast and just look at the photo for yourself because it is worth it. Then the Lost Thong, all right, the surprise package. Normally set up down the coast, they came up specifically for this and I'm so glad that they did. They also had a celiac friendly menu too with their two main items being the chicken wings and a slow roasted rump snack pack, both gluten free. I'm just going to read out what was written under the rumpy, the slow roasted snack pack, um, and you try your best to not start salivating. Mick, put some sexy music underneath this. There it is. Twice cooked slow roasted rump, then poached in Diane sauce on top of fresh hot chips and topped with grated cheese and shallots. It was so good. Good! Oh, and the crispy lemon chicken wings I had too. I'm normally not a wing guy, but these were easily the best wings I've had in my life. These two dishes, along with Mr. Papa's Gringa Burrito, were my pick of the bunch. But then in saying that, all the food on offer was just delicious. Maybe I'll have to start keeping a tally of all the food trucks I visit and I start giving them a proper review. Hmm. Okay, watch this space. International Sushi Day has officially come and gone. But in my eyes, every day is Sushi Day, okay? Because it's honestly the best food out. It's perfect for any occasion. It has a range of flavours and it's extremely filling. What more could you want? So I asked all of you for your fave sushi places around Canberra and you absolutely delivered. Jess said Sushi Musa in Woden and Sushi Sushi in the Canberra Centre and that she's a huge fan of anything salmon or prawn. And Jess, I am with you there. If I see a piece of prawn sushi, I am no stranger to it and it is no stranger to my stomach. Charlotte also said Sushi Musa in Woden all because of its sushi train and unbiasedly I think that it is the best type of train. Sushi train number one and then Thomas the Tank Engine second. I am all for the sushi train. It's perfect if you're wanting to get dinner out but you don't know what you want and if you're not in the mood for waiting for your food so much. It's just there. Happy days. I am yet to find a sushi train that actually has a model train that moves the sushi around. I hope to find it one day. Uh, It is one of my greatest life challenges. Will I complete this mission? I don't know. If you've got any help, if you know that there's a place that does a sushi train with an actual train, let me know. Let me fulfil my dream. (laughs) Our friends over at Fatterday Canberra threw a wild one out. Woolworths in Mawson. And I agree. Sushi from Woolies around Canberra are top tier. When I used to live in Belconnen, the Woolies Metro was just around the corner. That came in quite handy when I was hankering for a cheeky sushi feed late. My lovely girlfriend Amber said me sushi in Civic. I agree. That is one of the best spots in Canberra. Its only downfall is its opening hours. Closed on a weekend is such a shame. The beautiful people of Canberra should be able to go to them on a weekend. Nick said Sushi Go in Kingston, which is another sushi train. I haven't been to the one in Kingston before, but I did go to the one that was in Amaru after I did a long walk up One Tree Hill. Really hit the spot. Perfectly filling. 
um, especially when you're burning that many kilojoules walking up that long-ass hill. <laughs> Two places I want to throw into the mix are Inari and Can Sushi and Poke. Inari is one of the new sit-down Japanese restaurants in the Canberra Centre near the Tiger Lane Precinct. I tagged along with the crew over at roundabout.cbr a while ago and we were treated to something so special. The assorted sashimi was perfect. All the fish was melt in your mouth. But along with this... The popcorn shrimp was fantastic. The pork ribs were juicy and the maki rolls. Oh, I have never seen anything like their spider roll before, but not only did it look fun, it tasted it too. I don't know if you've ever tasted anything fun before, but try the spider roll from Anari and then you'll go, oh yeah, Mick was right. This does taste like fun. <laughs> you got to check them out for sure. If you want to have a little sneak peek, head over to our Instagram Reels section. Lastly, canned sushi and poke. Full disclosure, I haven't actually been there. It's been on the bucket list for a year or so, and I just never found the time to go. I think it's the poke bowls that uh, I'm really excited to try from there, but looking at their special roll selections has me intrigued. The volcano roll is cucumber, avocado, and crab meat topped with cooked salmon. It is a spectacle to look at, and I'm sure it'll be delicious in taste. If you've been to Can Sushi and Poke before, please message our Instagram page and just let me know your thoughts on it uh, before I go and try it out. Otherwise, this weekend, I'm going to be celebrating Sushi Day in style, albeit a week late. <laughs> So it's not every day that I get asked to go over to someone's house and help them cook, basically. Uh, I was flattered when I got the invitation, but I was also a bit nervous because I knew I was coming into a place where there was a big reputation because he's now been cooking at home and been sharing it on his Instagram. And I'm joined by the chef extraordinaire himself, Zach from All About Burgers. Zach, how are you going? That's uh, that's a very wholesome introduction. I'm flattered. Well, you should be because I have seen the burgers that you put up and I also got to taste the one that we made the other day. And I would say you are an extraordinaire. Oh, thank you very much. That was a lot of fun, wasn't it? Oh, it was great fun. So the burger that we made, if you guys haven't seen the video, you can go over to uh, our Instagram. You can go to serve double underscore podcast or search up all about burgers on Instagram. It's there as well. We made a classic Aussie burger. Yeah, it was. It was very good, actually. 8.4, we were a little bit ripped off, I think, but it was at least a 9.5 for me. I thought it was high nines as well. We were judged by Anthony from Little Theo's, who we've had on the podcast a few weeks ago. And look, he was honest with his review. 8.4, I'll still take with at least my first attempt. Um, and our first attempt at cooking together too, Zach. Yeah, and I mean, we, we did fluff about for a little bit. We kind of had no idea what we were doing. And uh, Clippy... Um, Clippy Anthony was giving us lots of pointers, which was throwing us off, I think. The first thing that he said was, um, you don't have your oven on. And both you and I were just like, why are we using the oven? We were confused. But that's, I, I guess that's why we needed him there. <laughs> Yeah, look, we were much better for it having in there, that's for sure. But this isn't the first time that you've cooked at home now. You're, you've started a new series on your Instagram page. Yeah, I just um, I thought maybe to mix up the content a little bit that I was producing and give everyone a break from hearing my voice talk about incredibly soft buns and, uh, you know raw white onion, I would actually start putting my money where my mouth is and uh, cooking some burgers to see how I go. So yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun actually, um, learning different techniques and whatnot about, you know, and cooking at home and now, I think it's been pretty well received. Well, yeah, and I've, I've known that uh, a lot of people from our conversations off uh, the podcast that a lot of people have actually asked you to not only one, uh, open up a restaurant um, but also to cook for them as well. Is that a possibility? Look, I would love to one day have a pop-up, but it's a lot of pressure on the guy that reviews food. What if it's terrible? 
I've just lost my job. <laughs> and you're not going to review your own food, are you? No, well, I mean, I, it's always a 10 when I cook it at home, but yeah, no, I'm not going to review my own. So going back to the burgers that you have made, um, what what is the best one that you've cooked at home so far? Uh, I think the Nashville chicken burger that I cooked was pretty good. Um, I think because it was so simple, but also the bacon jam burger, um, once again, fried chicken, but I home yeah, made the bacon jam at home as well. Um, it was a lot, but it was really good too. And I mean, like the Aussie burger as well, you can't go past that. No, you can't go past the Aussie burger. I mean, it's got our um, name in the title. Come on. Exactly right. And uh, I think the experience added to it as well, added to the taste. I think the good thing about you doing the Cook at Home series is that you're not just going with your your simple stock standard burgers as well. Like you did start with a cheeseburger, which makes sense, but then you've gone elaborate, like you've gone for a a pineapple one, the Nashville hot chicken, like you said, um, the maple bacon jam, which looked incredible. Uh, And one of the most recent ones you did as well was a cheeseburger, but you also did the cheese dip too. So you're not really showcasing just simple ones that people can Google and that sort of jazz. You're showing the more elaborate ones that then your common folk like myself can do at home nice and easy. Yeah, I think that was kind of the point. See how elaborate we can go, but also what most people are capable of doing at home. Uh, Because everyone knows how to cook a burger. Uh, So I thought maybe change it up a little bit, do some different things, do something that maybe I haven't eaten myself and see what's fun, what works, what doesn't work. So I've got a couple of ideas coming up um, of just, yeah, completely different things that will be, people can still do at home, they might like it, they might hate it, but yeah, just different burgers that I, that aren't getting a rating either that are just, yeah, let me help you to make, I'll, I'll taste test it first and tell you if it's good or not and then you can go make it at home as well. Yeah, exactly. And I think the joy uh, with trying all those sort of different things is that I am now inspired to do all this uh, at-home cooking as well. Do you reckon you could um, have me back in your kitchen? Lovely house, by the way. Gorgeous. But have me back in your house to cook a chicken burger because you know I'm more of a chicken fan. Oh, yeah, you are are a chicken man. Um, Yeah, I can definitely do that. We can do that. Find me a a recipe that we can make and... uh, We'll get it done. All right, good. I'll be back. Before you go as well, uh, are there any burger joints in Canberra that you're loving at the moment uh, that you want to tell the good people have served? I haven't actually done a burger in Canberra for a little bit. went to Sydney the other week, um, which gave me the inspiration for the Nashville chicken. But uh, I need some suggestions from the people because I think I've run out of traditional burger places to go to. But we did try a Super Bowl in Woden the other day, and that was very different. Um, nothing like that in Canberra. But, yeah, we're looking for some more suggestions. So if there's new places popped up or an old staple that I haven't been to, please let me know. All right. Well, there you go. There's there's his cry for help. Go over to his Instagram, <laughs> underscore all dot about burgers. Let him know where you want him to try. Maybe I'll tag along. All food is good food in my eyes. But also keep an eye out for Zach's at-home cooking reels as well. They are top tier. Zach, thank you so much for taking the time to chat to me. No worries. Thank you very much, Mick. Uh, also, be actually, quickly before you go, are you still dreaming of that uh, Aussie burger that we made the other day? Uh, it hasn't left, my, hasn't left my mind since. Mate, it is in my dreams night and day. Night and day. <laughs> <laughs> And that's what we've got time for today. On next week's episode, I'm going to be joined by two special guests, Rod and Gabby from CBR Wrapped. They're going to jump on and talk to me about their favourite places to eat in Canberra, 
with a twist. And that twist is dietary requirements. Gabby is celiac and Rod is vegetarian. So I'm excited to hear about all the places these two have been checking out. Oh, plus, next Thursday, the 29th of June, the Christmas in July markets are back in town. Highly recommend checking them out. Head to the website. You can book an experience in an igloo and try that raclette cheese. Oh, my God. Gosh, but uh, you need to hurry though because it is only on from Thursday till Sunday the 2nd of July, so better put some time away to go and check them out. The big ticket food item, of course, is that raclette cheese, and you best believe I'm going to be filling up on cheese. No diggity doubt about it. <laughs> Here's some cheese. Don't fill up on cheese. <laughs> but that's for next week though. As for now, I am out of here. Stay safe, enjoy the rest of your week, and stay wonderful. Chat soon. Well, that's it. You filled up on all the food content you could. Still a little Check out other episodes or follow our Instagram page. Served double underscore podcast.